Let's go. Welcome to the Loans on Demand podcast, the show where we flip the real estate status quo on its head and put loan officers into the driver's seat. We, we, we give you all the tools, strategies, resources, and mindset needed to modernize your mortgage business and thrive. And my name is Luke Shankula, aka Longform Luke, and this is the Loans on Demand podcast. I hope you're ready for the Loans on Demand podcast. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Loans On Demand show, the show where we help loan officers flip the status quo on real estate agents and put loan officers in the driver's seat. And today, I'm so excited because we have Chad Burmeister here. He is the CEO of Living a Better Story and the CEO of X-Human. And his superpower is basically prospecting, right? It is reaching out, doing cold outreach, uh, things like that to help develop more business. So I'm so excited to have Chad here today. Welcome, Chad. Yeah, thanks for having me. So great to be here. And uh, who doesn't like money after all when it comes to loans on demand? I just I just finished a loan moving into this new house and uh, it's the, the best move I've ever made. So glad to be here. Love it. Love it, man. So so tell me a little bit about Eric. One of the things that I love to talk about uh, on the show is, is just talking about the journey, right? And as we both know, as entrepreneurs, the journey is not always super smooth. So talk a little bit about your background, your story, your journey, uh, how you kind of got to where you are today. And we can kind of get into some more tactics, strategies uh, to help loan officers here in a little bit. Well, I knew I was a competitive kid when I was younger. And I it's funny because I've just moved back to the neighborhood that I grew up in. So Nice. It's it's neat to be back in the old stomping grounds, as they say. Sure. And, um, you know, whether it was selling suckers on the bus to, you know, kids in the eighth grade uh, up to college at CSU, I became a salesperson. And I've just always been ahead of the pack when it comes to the latest and greatest tools and technologies and techniques to use for prospecting. And so think about early in your sales career, you don't have a lot of skills yet. So, right. well, how do, how do you make that up, right? I, I learned this equation a long time ago. Revenue equals frequency times competency. So if you can get your frequency up, your competency, let's say, is a C, right, right out of the gate. Or if you're new into selling into a new market, you just don't know it yet. So you're a C. Well, then what do you what do? You, do? you win by doing more volume. Over time, when you, when you run the frequency game, then your competency just naturally goes up. So... I've just been fortunate enough to have a lot of good mentors. I've always, you know, focused on the latest and greatest tools and technologies and, um, and it's, and it's worked. Awesome, man. And, and, and I love that you talk about that because one of the things we, we talk about as well is, is quantity, quantity versus quality, right? Is we can't have a quality conversation until we can have the conversation around quantity. If you're not having enough reps, if you're not talking to enough people, you can't, you can't determine if leads are bad, if the people you're talking to are bad, if that's bad. like, you can't determine any of that things until you have enough repetitions, until you have enough chances. Once we cross that conversation off, like, okay, cool, you're making enough follow-ups, you're calling enough people, you're having enough conversations, then we can go into this, okay, are we targeting the right people? Now we can start talking about quality, right? Are they the right people? Are we having the right conversations with these people? You know, those things, right? And, and so many people like just immediately go to the lead suck or this isn't working or whatever when they haven't done the reps. Like so many times people are super impatient uh, with any sort of prospecting or any sort of new thing that they try and they give it one, maybe two months, maybe three months. Uh, so, so, so kind of walk us through that, man. T- tell me a little bit about, you know, what your process looks like or, or what sort of your, your strategies are for doing outreach. 
Well, I've always been on the sales side of the coin. And I'd say for two or three years there, I ran sales and marketing for a company. So now as CEO, I, I run sales and marketing. Right. Um, but I would say I have a 60% slant towards sales tactics over quote unquote marketing tactics. Sure. And so when I say that, I mean, with sales, I can go pull a list of a thousand people and I can email them, call them do LinkedIn connections to them, do a voicemail drop to them. So I can be very, very point specific on who in my ICP I want to reach. And I think on the other side of the coin, when I'm doing wider set of outreach to the masses, you know, it's like casting a net in the ocean. I don't know if I'm going to get a shark, a whale or a guppy. Um, right. And so that's some of the challenges with the traditional mechanism. So that's what I love about the way we pull pull lists that are very, very specific, and then create a message and a workflow towards those folks. I call it give, 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 ask. Because if you think about the last time you were prospected, how terrible did it feel? <laughs> I'm sure you had five of them just this morning. And you're like, man, whether it's a cold call that says anonymous number, or you had an email that was like, opt out, opt out, opt out, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Like that's just your day. And then, or it's a LinkedIn connection. Hey, let's connect. Great. We connect and 10 seconds later, hey, we do IT offshore outsourcing. How would you like to have your product? You know, we can right, pick your right. website. And so that's the not the right way to do it. But when you can, when you can connect and, and really be specific about the person and about their personality and about based on their persona and give them something of value, and it's not check out the white paper of what we could do for you. When I say something of value, typically it's, hey, have you read about the industry of what's going on in the world right now? You may not have seen this information. And then it's not from my company. It doesn't have my brand on it. It has a third-party brand. So that's how we approach the world. And as a result of going at folks in a much more direct and meaningful way, valuable way, Man, we're seeing 20 to 30% reply rates on LinkedIn outreach. Wow. You don't get that in an email outreach. No way. Yeah. I mean, you'd be ha you'd be lucky if you get 20 to 30 just open, right? Like Exactly. Not, Two not to replies, but open. Max yeah. and half of the 3% is take me off your list. Yeah, and never stop, unsubscribe, <laughs> stop, F off, all that fun stuff yeah. that you get yeah. from, from cold outreach. So 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 let's let's kind of gear this like towards Let's talk a little bit about kind of like how, how we would do this as a, as a loan officer in my, kind of in my head, uh, in my experience with LinkedIn, I feel like it's a very good, really good B2B platform. So this could be a very good way for loan officers to get out there and, and network with realtors um, and, and have relationships with realtors, right? Because that's typically what they're looking for is, is to, to generate that, that business from realtors, right? This gives you another avenue versus the typical, you know, I mean, the, the standard is, hey, on Mondays, we call 40 realtors. That's one of the, the you know, the coaching programs in the space is basically cold call realtors and just tell them how cool you are. Um, and so, you know, how do we, how do we help loan officers stand out? This is a, a different mechanism. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, love imagine, imagine running a sort on realtors uh, right, right outside my new house. I look up at the Linegers house, which is the president of Remax. And he's, he's got a little bigger house than ours. His is 44,000 square feet. My brother oh. and my dad were just there last night. There's a candidate in Colorado for, Senate or something like that, that was up there. So I was like, Hey, look at me on the deck. I'm down in the Valley while you guys are up there on the Hill. Um, <laughs> but you know, as I think about the house purchase process that I just went through the, the loan officer that I worked with 
had access to some programs that were amazing. Like the other loan officer didn't have any of that. So imagine connecting with a hundred new realtors every day. You just run a sort in LinkedIn and you say, I want, I want people that are, that think like me. So maybe you're like, for example, maybe you're Christian. And so you say, show me all the Christian groups that realtors are in, in New Jersey. And you have my poll list of 337 people. You go, perfect. Hey, I see we're like-minded. I understand you're a realtor in the area. I'm a loan officer. I think we might, and, and this is where I see it. My knee jerk is what most people's, we might have some programs that might fit. For right, you. right, right, right. That's not the right way. The right way would be, um, have you seen this news of what's going on with the president of the country? And here's the ripple down effect of what just happened on January 4th. Here's the paragraph on page four that you ought to check out. They're like, wow, this is relevant, timely, and amazing, right? right? Then you wait three days and you let the technology reach back out. Hey, looking to get this to the back top of your inbox. Um, thought you might be interested in this. When you do a give, give, give strategy, most of the time you never have to ask. The ask is a month down the road. But start with finding a group of things that you have in common and then connecting with those people at a, at a clip of 100 a day. You get a lot of responses, create a lot of relationships. And, you know, before you know it, I call it turning outbound into inbound. It really makes your outbound prospecting feel like inbound. Yeah, I love that. LinkedIn is is a good platform as well, because as opposed to stuff like cold calling and cold emailing and things like that, they're actually able to go in and do research on you and see you're a legitimate person and see what you've done in the past. And you get your whole profile, right? So they can actually do their own due diligence on who you are as a person versus getting a you know a response or sorry, an email from a, a stranger, right? You just don't have that level of trust, I guess, that you can build almost automatically just based off your profile, which is really, really strong. Um, I, I love the way that you talk about though. It's, it's almost like the, the Gary V jab, 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 hook, right? Like, you know, give, 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 ask. And so it's like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, especially in, in, a, in a scenario like that. Uh, and especially, I mean, one of the funny things that I, I say all the time, and it's something I didn't make up, but I always say marketers kill everything and marketers break everything, right? Because marketers, and I would, I would include loan officers and real estate agents and salespeople as marketers because they do, they break everything. Any, any sort of new technology, we break it, we break it, we, we abuse it, we break it. Cause that's, what we just do. That's just what we do. Right. It's like, okay, let's, let's go out. And I love that you've changed it so much to, it's not spam per se. It's not, it's relevant. Um, and I think people try to, people try to do this at scale. And sometimes like, yes, you can do it at somewhat at scale. You have to have a better process. Cause all the time, just to kind of give context for you is we get, I get stuff on cold email, LinkedIn, uh, even via messenger. And the person's like, Hey, I see you're a, a, a marketing person. You know, who, who do you serve? And it's like, I know that like, if they would have spent one second to look at my profile, they could tell I work with loan officers and I'm a marketer. Like they're, they're, so they're asking a dumb question that I'm like, I know this is an automation. I know you took zero minutes of your life to try to figure this out, right? I would rather actually them go straight to the, the sale versus this sort of BS way to do that, right? I think you, you, if you're going to go soft, go soft. If not, just go hard and just freaking ask. What's cool is where things are headed is that the AI is getting so smart. It can read all your profiles and it can come up with, Hey, here's the top seven or eight personalization sentences that I might want to use with Josh wow. or with Luke or with Sam, you know, and it'll look you up, it'll read it. And then it'll say, Oh, Hey, I see we went to, I just got one, right? Chad, I see we, I see you went to Colorado state university. So that's at least, okay. You took the time to at least do something. Well, if I can shorten the time it takes to do that at scale, then again, 
reply rates can go three, five, eight X. Right. And so personalization matters more than ever. Right. Right. Yeah. Personalization though, uh, can go wrong. Um, as I mentioned, right? Like if you're doing some sort of BS connection, even the, the college can can work, but just depends, right? Like if you have some sort of connection to that person that could work, but like it could also just be a yeah, BS way to get saying, your foot in the door. Hey, and then it's the college, my spidey sense goes up. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. Let me see, what's this person talking about? Right. <laughs> then you go look at their profile, then you see, okay, well, they... They're marketers that serve loan officers. So that's why they're going to, they're, they're basically going to pitch me. Um, you know, so again, there's, I love that, like we're personalizing it in a way that's giving value to our target audience. Um, now, you let know, let me give you one more hack. This one's sure. another, again, we're going after realtors in this scenario Yep. because largely I, I focus on B2B. So you can get to the masses, you can get to your customers through realtors and through businesses. Right. So this would be a, a variation. Instead of picking up the phone and cold calling a thousand realtors, that it, it would take you a long time, 10 dials per hour on average. And usually they don't pick up on the first attempt. It's about eight to 15 attempts. Right. So eight times 1,000 is 8,000 divided by 10. That's a lot of hours. Yeah. Or you can, you can use this software and I'll tell you the, the software, the one that I've found works well, it's a dumb name, but it's a great product. It's called Drop Cowboy. <laughs> wow. And it's a server to server connection on a voicemail drop. So you do a 30 to 45 second voicemail, you upload the phone numbers, mobile numbers are better. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, you just leave the message. Now, because it's server to server, their phone never rings. It just shows up as a missed call. Right. Well, what happens is normally they call you back and they haven't listened to the message. So don't expect they're like, oh, hey, yeah, I just want to partner with you guys. You know, it's not a right, hot inbound right. lead. But if you put the right person on the other side of that call, that outbound becomes an inbound. And if you do it right, this is Chad with, you know, the first time I said, hello. And the person's like, oh, sorry, wrong number. I'm like, oh, shoot, that was my voicemail drop went awry. Right. But if you pick up the phone, this is Chad, CEO of XHuman. How can I help you? Oh, yeah, I just missed a call from your number. Oh, perfect. Glad I got you. Then you go right into your pitch. But because they called you back, it's a totally different dialogue than you cold calling someone and interrupting their day. Right. I love that. I love that. And and, and I think what's what's cool, too, and some of the things I've done in the past, and maybe you'll talk about it, but kind of pushing, putting these platforms together and almost finding kind of like a dream 100 approach is something that you can uh, leverage with these platforms, right? Because what's really cool about a platform like LinkedIn is, you know, once you're connected with the person and even sometimes before you're connected with them, you can pull a lot of data, right? You can pull their, their email, you can pull their phone number, things like that. And so there's ways to automate, like let's say they connect on LinkedIn, you can actually send them a follow-up email and you can have a voicemail drop that goes out and it's all tied together into this one system. And so they're getting, and you could even theoretically upload them into a custom audience uh, on Facebook and on these other platforms and retarget them on those platforms. So there's a lot of like cool things you can do, but you know, just kind of walk us through, like, what would you say is kind of like, is that, is that kind of standard? Is that overcomplicating things? Like what Um, what do you find is the best way? I think there's a huge market opportunity for a company to tie it all together. Um, There's several that are kind of built from a marketer's lens there's several built from a salesperson's lens, and I haven't seen anyone fully pull the two together under one sure. platform, right? Salesforce, HubSpot. Sure. Um, what, there's another platform. I mean, there's just so many platforms, hundreds. Yep. So what I traditionally do, someone called me in, in March of 2020 or maybe April, said, hey, Chad, this whole thing, this was right when pandemic hit, right? Right, right, right. 
And she said, what can I do that's unique to get ahead of the market? And I, I, she was selling masks for this company in Los Angeles. So we pulled a list of 1,400 top chief procurement officers around the country, all the big Fortune 2000s. Mm-hmm. And she recorded a 42-second greeting. Hey, it's Danielle. I'm calling. You're probably wondering about where you're going to get U.S.-made masks. We converted our production line. We produce $100 million a week. I can serve you. You know, Call me. Here's my cell. She signed Salesforce.com, the Marriott, Starbucks, $10 million worth of mask sales Jeez. in under six months from a voicemail drop to 1,400 people. Uh, that's insane. So, so, so that's, I love the idea of all encompassing, but at the same time, if you go where your audience is, so if, if you can find like, whoa, let's try this voicemail drop thing or let's try this LinkedIn thing. I like to start wide. Let's run three or four parallel channels, but then let's figure out which one works well and double, triple down on it. As right. I'm sure you do with your customers. Yep, let's yep. try Facebook. Then let's try Google ads. Then let's try a little bit of LinkedIn. And oh, now guess what? LinkedIn's working better. Let's do that. Yep. Yep. So that's yep. how I look at it. For yeah. hundred percent. And we, we take a, you know, a similar approach, not, not as much with different channels, but with different angles, right? So we'll test two or three angles on the front end. So it's like, okay, well, what works? Cause it doesn't always work in every market. It also doesn't always work for the salesperson, right? Like, you know, so we, we run, let's say we have our a VA angle, veteran angle, right? So like someone who is a former veteran or someone who has a ton of experience with VA loans, they're going to, they're going to be really good at those versus, you know, someone else, maybe they're a teacher. All right. So we'll, you know, we'll put you on kind of the teacher, the, the teachers that are coming in or the, the healthcare professionals that are coming in or the first responders, because maybe you have that, you know, connection with those sorts of people. So it does, that sort of stuff matters as well. I think uh, the other thing too is, is, you know, find what works for you a lot of times more so than, you know, cause I, I, I truly believe that you can, you can pretty much make any platform work. You can cold call, you can, cold email, you can door knock, you can, whatever it is, like you can make it work. You just got to be consistent and, and persistent. You, you hit the nail on the head. You're right. Because I, we just did a voicemail drop for this guy and man, he couldn't sell anything to save his life. And I'm right. just like, whoa, right. he just talked my ear off the whole time and didn't listen at all. Right. Not a good salesperson. Right. So he, he like, I got 12 messages back and they were all, they weren't ready to buy. They didn't know what I was selling. I was like, yeah, yeah. Remember? We talked about it. They're not going to have listened to your message, but they're going to call you. And here's, oh, why didn't you tell me that? (laughs) Okay, wrong channel for you. He needs a warm lead of somebody that's ready to cut a PO for him. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a very real thing that we deal with here. Obviously, you know, lead gen, cold lead gen is, is a very different animal, right? And so if you're used to only doing referral only and you expect that somehow online lead gen is going to bring you referral quality leads, you got a, you got another thing coming for you, right? Like if you think you can call once or twice and convert a lead, that's just not going to happen. Right. And so, you know, there's, there's a very, the truth is like internet leads aren't for everyone doing what, you know, doing LinkedIn and things like that is not necessarily for everyone. But again, it just comes down to having a consistent and a persistent follow through on what you're doing. Right. I think too many times people try something for a month, two months, three months. I mean, sometimes you might have to iterate for six to 12 months. Sometimes you might, you know, and, and, and you have to understand that this is an investment into figuring out what works. It's not necessarily like, yeah, maybe you're wasting money, wasting money, but you're learning what works and what doesn't work for you, right? So stop yeah, making the same right. mistakes. Like if in the future you do, you go work with someone that's exactly the same as this other person and you still blame them, but you don't have any systems in place to follow up with the leads. You call each lead once, you call each lead twice. You can, you can blame the lead provider all you want, 
But maybe it just makes well, sense. Well, I that think that's re- where getting the right plumbing in place, right? The demand funnel of my MQL, the SQL conversion. Um, and then that's the other thing. If you can have two sales resources at minimum, right? because then, you know, one person gets a hundred leads will close at a very different rate in terms of close rate and deal right. size. Right, right. So I, as many times as you can get three, four, five people, and then if one person's crushing it, great. Let's figure out what that person is doing that the others aren't, right? Yeah, or 100%. Or let's double down on that one person. <laughs> yeah, awesome, man. So so let's let's kind of walk through real quick just to, what, what would you say is like one way, let, let's just say loan officer wanted to go out and go find go get business today. What, what would you say, or like what, from your experience or from your expertise, what is one thing that you would tell them to go do today? I mean, I very much live inside of LinkedIn. So the first thing I would do is go in and I'd build a, a navigator search and I would say, all right, tell me about the people that you love to work with the most. And once I can get a picture of who that person is, a lot of times navigator will give you certain drop downs and filters that will get right. you to that person. Now that person, he, he may say, no, no, I've used nav and they don't, they don't give me the right people. Okay. But they're on there, right? Cause there's hundreds of millions of people on right. LinkedIn, but the filter's not right. So then I would say, well, okay, tell me more. What kind of company do they work for? What, what's their deal? Like, are they founders and CEOs? Are they line level managers? Like thinking about the person who would be your ideal person, right? Like for me, I'm a CEO of a company. I just bought a very good size house. So I would be a good prospect. So, right. you know, or you would have been a good prospect a couple months ago. I would have been a bit of, been a good prospect a few months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Cause otherwise you're just going to, yeah. Otherwise you're just going to get that. Ago. Sorry. I just bought a, I just bought a home, bro. Like you, you missed yeah, out on following up with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that. Love, no, you can kind of figure out and then there's tools like zoom info and sales Intel, and you can go and get very sophisticated with, with looking at who those people are. I want to find companies that are growing, not reducing. I want technology because their multiples are higher. Like you can real quickly narrow in. These are the types of CEOs that I want to get to. Sure. And then reach out to them on LinkedIn again. Give, 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 ask. Um, well, and I think maybe I think, I think in context with an investment idea even, right? It's, yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And I think in the context of kind of like, you know, the audience that, that's listening to this, uh, there's, I think in, in my head, there's, there's two ways and, and maybe even three ways. Uh, the third way I probably have to, to get out of my own mindset. But uh, the first way I think is, is like I said, realtors, like going after agents, uh, referral partners, things like that. The second could be, are you a branch manager, recruiter, something like that, that wants to go out and find uh, loan officers, right? So you can, you can basically use this as a tool. Cause again, business to business, right? Like instead of having to throw up a Facebook ad and hope that you're going to target loan officers, you can actually, you know, specifically find loan officers that work for a specific company. So, you know, maybe you're a broker and you want to recruit retail people. Maybe you're retail people. You want to recruit people from a different retail shop. You know, you you get to do that. You get to choose exactly the type of people. Um, And I think that, that, that goes huge. The third way that, that I, I feel like can and, and does work is direct to the consumer. Just because it's a business to business platform doesn't mean like those people aren't also consumers. You know, I just, in my head, in my head, I feel like, there's, there's got to be a way to do it. I just can't, I just don't know what the, the strategy is. And I don't know if you can help there if you have ideas on that. Um, that is a really, really solid question. Um, there's so many people are moving around the country nowadays in different states. So I would, again, educate first, right? Give, 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 ask. 
So I thought, yeah, I thought about this one maybe five, 10 years ago. I remember because this is very similar. What if you went out and said, hey, look at, here's a list of 10 places in different states, right? You can get this one in Nashville and it's, you know, 40,000 square feet for the same price you could buy in San Francisco. And you, Mr. Customer in San Francisco, have you thought about looking at these kinds of places or, and again, it's not, you don't want to pitch though. It's more of an education. Did you know 10,000 people are moving out of California right now and you're in California? Curious, wonder why, Mr. Mr. CEO. Um, and then, you know, this is why they're moving and this is where they're moving. So I'm, I'm just thinking if you could put that, if you ever run into an opportunity where you're considering moving out of the state, I'm your guy. <laughs> you know, and yeah. but it's all done in a very formulated drip process that's, not cheesy and it has to be personal and it has to be education value. Love that. Love that. So let's, let's kind of like circle back around uh, kind of around the, the general strategy uh, or, or I guess some tactics that you use. Uh, so you're using LinkedIn uh, as kind of a, an outreach mechanism. Are you doing any sort of organic marketing, any tips on, on like, what does a profile have to look like? Are there any things there that, that, you know, are kind of a requirement to, to see this type of success you're seeing? Well, the, the other thing we do when it comes to paid ads is we've done about a year's worth of, of um, SEO and paid ads and very aggressive. And, and it, it yielded maybe a 1.5 return. I was looking for a three to five X and I got a 1.5. Sure. So, and I didn't give up after two months, like you said, right? We pivoted, right. pivoted. And guess what? It's because I had a team of five people who closed at 15%. My close rate's 42. Right. So it did come down not to the leads, but to the sales team. And what we do now, though, and what we find to be effective, there's tools out there that let you advertise to the specific segment of the population that I'm targeting. Sure. So if I'm calling to CEOs and emailing and connecting on social, at the same time, I can be showing them digital ads of my product and of what, what we do in general, AI for sales. Sure. That that really gives us lift and helps them recognize the brand when my when me and our team calls into and emails these people. I love that. I love that. Is there is there anything specific as, as around um, kind of the the way the profile looks or the type of content that you post? Do you do you you know do you recommend having a bunch of content or does that even well, matter? The, the, pla- the, the there's a platform that we use. You've heard of AdRoll, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The one most people haven't heard of is Rollworks. It was a purchase of AdRoll and it's within them. And you can pick and choose who do I want to target. Um, as far as the call to action, I, I can't say I'm an expert at it. I would give my I would give our team a B, to be honest. Um, we're volume game. But I, I can't understress how important that is because I go to this mastermind called Board of Advisors in Florida. Mm-hmm. And there's one of the top marketers in the world goes there. Mm-hmm. And he shows up in different outfits every time. And he's just one of these eccentric kind of guys. And he, he told us the last time for 20 minutes, the offer, the offer, the offer. Like that, that's what matters. Right, right. And sure. so he can go into brick and mortar companies who are dying and he'll go in with an investment and he'll end up buying them because he, he comes up with the right offer to the right people and he scales the crud out of that business. Right. Amazing that such a simple, he's just figured out that formula. And, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. But uh, the, the kind of the more the the more sort of um, what I was kind of getting at was on LinkedIn, specifically on LinkedIn, like, so let's say you're doing the, the outreach, 
Is there any sort of setup of the of the the LinkedIn profile that is re- a requirement for then doing that outreach? Is there something that Got makes it. you, uh, you know, trustworthy things like that? Right? Is there anything? I know I know that there's some things that you got to do, but tell me a little bit. Like, is there anything that that you, as the expert on that platform, well, um, th- this is unique, right? You probably haven't heard this before. Sure. Um, I in fact, I I know you probably haven't heard this before. So think about if I'm the CEO of the company or if I'm a, a, a rep, it doesn't matter who I am. If I could have a, a BDR, a person that I hired to do the work for me, then it puts me in a different position, right? Hey, sure. I'm not the guy doing the prospecting at 100 a day. So we help customers create virtual assistants. Like, nice. So, And it doesn't have to be a person behind behind that virtual assistant. So there's this AI generated, I think it's called generated.photos. Uh-huh. And it actually generates this face of the person that you're creating. So the born on date may be, you know, February 9th, 2022. And yet the person looks like they're 45 years old with long sure. hair and blue eyes. So you can really, it's a very interesting process. Now, You've created the profile, you've chosen the picture, you've named the person. Well, then it's important to have some videos. It's important to, you know, make sure the profile's dressed up. Now, I we use that te- technique 10% of the time. In most cases, our customers have a real live person. Sure. And that way we can put in their, here's where they went to college and everything else. Right. But the point is that person doesn't actually have to be the one managing the account. Sure, sure, sure. You can have one really, really good LinkedIn expert if your company's big enough and that runs 10, 20, 30 of these LinkedIn outreaches. So right. the way I look at it is, so is the only the way sales to scale rep it. busy, right? Are they busy every day? Do they have meetings on their calendar? Right. Because if, if you can get them to 60% selling and 30% wasted time, most people have it the other way around. They're selling right. 30% of the time. Right. Yep. So I would say that's the biggest hack that we've learned is create multiple profiles, run the outreach, be specific, give, 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 ask. Um, And there's some tactics around when I connect with someone, I wait a day minimum. I don't connect and then tell 10 seconds later, send you something because then they know it's automated. You have to make it approximate what a human would do and not make it obvious that it's a bot. Yeah, I love I love that. And if LinkedIn is listening, we're not violating terms of service, I promise. Um, so just messing, but, but yeah, I know that I love that. I, th- I think there's, there's definitely opportunities to, um, to do that. Or if you have a sales team or if you have a virtual assistant, create a profile, that, that's awesome, man. Is, is there anything specific like on, do you need case studies on there or anything like that? Or have you just been able to do it without even having all that stuff? I, I prefer videos, you know, when, okay. you, when you're in your profile and it says, here's the work that I've done and you can go in and you can add a video or two Sure. and, you know, short and sweet's better, a lot less about Hey, this is us and our product credibility statements, even if they don't watch them, just showing that, Hey, case study, testimonial video, they have the ability. And when you can make them 60, 90 seconds, that goes a long way. Yeah. I love that one. Well, and also video. What, what's cool about video is it, it personalizes you, especially if it's like, you know, a talking head or something like that, you talking to someone, I mean, it personalizes who you are. You know, it's, it's just an easier way to, uh, it's, 
virtually build a relationship, I guess you could say, but it's just, again, it, it puts a face to the person that's reaching out, uh, which I think helps a lot, right? Video is always good for, for that. Um, love that. Um, so just to kind of try to wrap things up here a little bit, um, what would you, I mean, we've kind of gone through this again, but like if, if you were to, if, let's just say you were a loan officer, you just became a loan officer. What would you do based off the skills that you have today? What would you do today to go out and try to find business? Mm. That was well, a hard question, I know. I've de- no, I think actually you've unlocked a different area um, because there's direct and there's indirect. So l- think about some of the best salespeople ask for referrals. Sure. Right? I mean, I'm sure that's how the industry is built in a lot of ways. Yeah. So the first thing that I would do, I have 20,000 connections on LinkedIn. Well, for every 1,000, there's a million people that we that I can reach. Right. So that's that's an audience of 20 million through a referral. Think about that. So what I would do first is I would say, hey, I just landed in this new role and I see you're connected to this CEO. Um, you know, not sure if they're into real estate property or investments or maybe they're planning a move anytime. Would you mind making an introduction? And and then what happens, there's a one-to-one ratio of huh, this is this is actually a very big hack. When I ask someone, could you introduce me to this other CEO? Because we think we can help them with this investment at a 2.875% rate on a 30-year fixed. They're like, wait, I need that. Right. Or wait, I know my neighbor's actually selling. Let me introduce you to them. So you can use it by saying, but that's what I would do. I use AI to first pull down a list of top CEOs I'm trying to get a meeting with. I'd ask my uh, my network of 20,000 people to make the intros. And in return, I'd get two to one meetings with people that I didn't even expect to get meetings with. Right. That's yeah. I, I think that's awesome because uh, it's it's funny. I, I had another guest on um, and he was talking about this concept. Like he's prospecting realtors, right? So he's talking to this real estate agent. And the person's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to do that. And so like his foot in the door, kind of similar to what you're saying is, hey, do you know anybody else in your office that you know, would want to make an extra 15, 20 grand this year? And they're like, wait a second, I want to make an extra 15, 20 grand this year. Yes. And then all of a sudden the conversation completely flips around because, you know, you've, you've essentially, you know, without saying you're an idiot, like, uh, you know, I literally just told you I was going to send you something. You're right. Right. Exactly. The knee jerk is no. And that's one of the things we talk about as well with, you know, brush off objections. The first thing that someone's going to say as soon as you get on the call is like, oh no, I'm not interested. Well, what do you mean? Interested in what? Like, like that is just the, uh, that's the initial reaction. Every, every person does that, right? That's how we're programmed. I mean, you walk into Nike and you're looking for a specific pair of shoes. And yet, as soon as the, the, the person says, hey, do you need anything? You're like, no, I'm good. I got it. Because <laughs> we don't yeah, want to be I'm sold, like, right? Yeah, that's right. So awesome. Awesome. Um, Chad, where is there, uh, what's a good place for people to find you if you if someone wants to you know, learn a little bit more about what you're doing? Well, the new site that just was unveiled is xhuman.com. It's X-H-U-M-N, not A-N-M-N, X-H-U-M-N dot A-I or dot com. They both awesome. point to the same place. And then my personal passion is living a better story. We, we put on podcasts, we put on events, and it's really about transformation. Um, a that. lot of people are in a lane, they're programmed to be a certain way, and we help you kind of look in the mirror, and it's called uh, Complete Your Past, Tell the Truth About Your Current Reality, and Live a Better Story. So it's a lot of fun when you put that new filter on of the world and not let your past tell you where you should or shouldn't be. 
and you can create the future that you want to be in. And using all the tools that I just described to you from voicemail drops to LinkedIn, once you discover that new lens to wear, you know, it's like buying a great set of Oakleys, the latest and greatest when you're skiing, and then you can really do anything you want. So if you're, if you have, if you need a transformation in your life or you know someone who does, man, send them over. We'd love to, we do a four week online version and then we do a four day intensive that's coming up here in the not too distant future. Man, I love that. I, I love everything about that. And man, if I would have probably, if I would have known a little bit more about that before, I might have dove in deeper deeper into that. Uh, Self personal development is one of my passions. It's it's something that um, I attribute to the success that I've achieved over the last few years. Right. So when I kind of first started this, just a quick re- recap of my story. When I first started the bit, like before I started the business, I was. I felt like I was a super toxic, negative person, was drinking all the time, was blamed everybody else for my problems and all that kind of fun stuff. And I thought Tony Robbins was a snake oil salesman, all that kind of stuff, right? I was very much like, I, I was raised Christian. I am, you know, Christian and, and all that stuff. But like the the mentality around, you know, personal development, is like, oh, it's all woo-woo, all that kind of stuff. But when you actually look at it, a lot of it actually aligns. Obviously, there's some weird stuff there too, but a lot of it aligns. And personal development, man, is just it's the catalyst for everything because you get your mind right. You can, I believe you can pretty much accomplish anything you, can you want. Pretty much do anything you want. If I wanted to go to the moon, I'll bet you before I die, I could figure out a way to get to the freaking moon. So oh. if you go into life with that kind of lens and that's, what's fun. I like to help people further their business, but I also like to help them slow down and take a look around and make sure they're doing it right. So yeah, well, that's that's something that I, I see all the time, including myself, is we we see everybody else, everybody else has these goals, and we think that that's the goal that we should have as well. And that's not always the case. Some people want to work, you know, 12, 14 hour days. I, I want to hang out with my family and I want to work. Life, it, it may vary, right? You want to do that 100%. early and maybe, you, yeah, it just varies at, t- at stages too. So, but yeah, I'm happy to talk to anyone anytime about any of this kind of strategy. I use Calendly. It's calendly.com forward slash Xhuman, X-H-U-M-N. And awesome. grab 15, 20 minutes. I'd be happy to talk to any of your listeners. Awesome. Thank you so much for that, Chad. And, and for everybody that's listening, I, I don't know. To me, my biggest takeaway from this is using automation, leverage automation as much as possible, or not necessarily automation, but leverage technology to do some of the heavy lifting for you using things like LinkedIn, uh, cold email, uh, a lot of these outreach platforms, but you can actually automate a lot of that. But that being said, automation without personalization is, yeah, you can do it. It's a numbers game. You can spam a bunch of people and I'm sure at some point you'll get results. Um, But the the better way to do it is to target and, and be a little bit more personalized. Um, so thank you so much uh, for being here, Chad. That was a great, great episode. And thank you for everybody for listening. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning into the Loans On Demand podcast on loansondemandpodcast.com. The Loans On Demand podcast.